Stop Chat with James Burt Dunsmore. Thank you very, very much, James, for giving up this time now when it's 7.30 in the evening and you've just had the last 12 hours, or well, a very long time, performing the last dress rehearsal of the Light of Christ ahead of six performances over the next six days. And how are you feeling about it? I'm feeling good. Everyone's worked really hard. The rehearsals have always, as they always do, they reveal so much. It gives us a great opportunity to explore something more in the Gospels that perhaps we wouldn't have noticed. Sharing the rehearsals means that we have that many more opportunities to share ideas and feelings and experiences of how the Spirit has moved through us, through the Gospels. It gets to the point where at the end of the rehearsals you feel ready that you've got something that you really want to give to an audience. And uh, when they come tomorrow... I know that the cast are ready. They, they really want to share something that they've gleaned from these last few months. There will be people listening who haven't ever heard of Winchell. Would you be able to give a little background as to what the play actually is and the structure of it? Well, my hope is that one day, very soon, when people ever mention religious drama, faithful depictions, Oberammergau, that Winchell will be on the tip of their tongue as well. This is a production that should be known across the country, across Europe. It should be something that people know is always there for everyone. And it should be there in everyone's minds that it's there that they can come to whenever they need to share the experiences of others, bring their own experiences, and use this extraordinary production, six hours to sit with people, and to just immerse yourselves in the living Gospels is, is unique. And it's such a generous, generous production. The cast give everything. They really do. At the end of the run of, of six days, they are absolutely spent because they've shared everything they possibly can. And uh, then we're ready to go and start living a, our lives again, go and uh, absorb more understanding of the... Uh, the way that the spirit works, and then we come back and meet for rehearsals again. And then we try to apply that to the the next production each year. But the production is Annunciation through to the Ascension. And in six hours we try to tell everything we possibly can with the use of Peter's script, his uh, extraordinary interpretation of the four Gospels, which is no mean feat. And uh, in the rehearsals, we try to create scenes that always show that these people were living and that they were up against the harshest of conditions and that Christ was there offering them a road and offering them a route that they could take. And so in every scene there are choices, there are confrontations, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's closed doors, but there's also light open doors, love, and this deeper understanding that is there for all of them. And every character is affected. Jesus walks amongst them, walks amongst the audience, and nobody isn't touched. There's a, there's a transformation in, in, in everyone. Part of the gift to the audience is that we can share something that we glean from these very, very intimate and often very exciting and uh, sort of extraordinary rehearsals and imagine what it is to stand or walk with Christ. 
and we get the opportunity to really, really think about that very deeply and experience it and experiment and get it wrong sometimes and then sometimes we just just manage to seem to feel or experience something that feels about right and then we know we're ready to share that with the audience. You've been playing the part of Jesus for 12 years now, originally in mid-Wales and then all over the country with different productions. It was in Leicester on Good Friday this year with a huge audience and the life of Christ, there can be 2,000 often school children all day and one of the remarkable things as an onlooker of the event is the silence of the audience and especially amongst a sort of age bracket, they're made out to not be able to be quiet for more than 10 minutes that so many 10 to 16 year olds can be totally wrapped up with the drama of the day and totally taken by it and that when we see you leaving at the Ascension it's it's such a loss but having spent so much time so much of your life is given to portraying Jesus does it get easier or harder to perform each year? It doesn't get harder but it is hard Um, there are all sorts of things that are part of performing as Christ that I I face each year and I can either ignore them or attempt them and that's the way that I often am able to get the measure of myself is how many of these things I do face and how many of them I do try to surmount so for example getting the balance with the relationship with the disciples is very difficult you, you can get it so wrong you are their teacher their leader and you need to get that absolutely right so that the audience experiences something of what it might have been like to be a disciple. The levels of, or for want of a better word, anger, need to be measured. And thankfully, doing it year after year, I get to experiment and see uh, what happens if Christ is is uh, showing a, a, a fury. Um, particularly, I find that when when we're doing the scene of the, uh, the temptations in the desert this year, I am absolutely furious with Satan. There is a real battle going on in the desert. In previous years, I've shown Christ as being somebody so powerful already that when he's in the desert, he is able to withstand these temptations using all his strength, but with an ease. But this year, there is a real wrestle. There is a real battle. And... To understand what that might be is is something that uh, I've I've needed quite a lot of courage to do because it means I have to face a lot of um, understandings of what it is to to face these sorts of temptations and to understand how weak you can feel in front of these temptations and to try to share something of that with the audience. And for me, even though I, I know exactly what I'm doing, even when I'm performing it, I feel like it could go either way. Satan could win. And it's it's that on the edge of the... It really is that edge of the seat feeling because uh, Satan comes with all his might and Christ matches it and then betters him. Those sorts of scenes and those sorts of confrontations, as I say, I, c- I could either shy away from or try and go into wholeheartedly. It's one thing to understand it on the page and to theorise about it. But when you turn into physical action, you've really got to understand it. Your whole body and mind has got to uh, react and behave uh, with an understanding and and either a courage or a weakness uh, that's appropriate. 
And there are other other things to get the right measure, the measure of love, the measure of the understanding of the sacrifice, and the list goes on. It doesn't get harder, it just the challenge is there each year. Anyone who has played Christ would know this. It sets you apart from every other role. Uh, it's It's not the same. Any actor that I've spoken to that's played Christ, we share the same look in our eyes. We we know what we've been up against. It's something that I wish every actor was introduced to really as part of their training because once they have experienced it, they could understand something more about what this art that we've used, this technique that we've used to explore the Gospels, the, the theatre, acting. By put, trying to portray Christ, you get to understand something really of the potential of an actor it stretches you really in places that you just can't imagine in even the most uh, demanding of roles of Shakespeare or any of the greats. It always leaves you um, shredded and transformed. But you welcome it because uh, that's what theatre should be. It should be a transformation and it should be an opportunity for everyone to transform. Having watched the whole process of a passion play when we were both in Wales... I was conscious that there's not only this whole dynamic of you playing Christ and your relationship with the audience, but also you sort of touched on it, but how you interact with the rest of the cast. And I was conscious in Wales how it's a very big performance here. I know the cast has been up to 250 in Wales. It was sort of coming up to 100. And I'm sure this is with a lot of acting. You do feel a bit like a sort of extended family for that period of time when you are preparing for a performance, but that you perform the part of Christ so beautifully. It's very hard to disconnect you and the person of Jesus at times and how I could see some of the cast almost looking at you like you were another Jesus and that that's another whole angle and dimension that has its own sort of responsibilities. It Mm. must be quite quite a balancing act at times. Well, you won't know this, but in one of the first rehearsals that we had in Wales all those years ago, I disappeared off to the toilets and I stared in the mirror and I just said to myself out loud, how on earth do you think you can perform as Jesus? How on earth do you think you can in any way credibly describe Christ? I felt the expectations of people were so heavy on me. I had so many people saying all sorts of things about what Christ should be when depicted to people. And I knew that staring in that mirror, I wasn't going to get an answer straight away. And I just stared at my face, looked and looked and looked. I thought, you don't look like Jesus. You don't act like Jesus. You don't sound like Jesus. And I thought, hold on a minute. What are you you doing to yourself? What, What Christ said, I am in you. I'm with every single one of you. And so I stopped beating myself up and I just thought, right, I'm going to find him. And if people see something of Christ in me, I'm glad for them. I really am. I'm so pleased. If they see it, or the only way I can describe what I've done to contribute to that because I do believe that people bring so much and I experience so much that people bring to the performances and I'm able to either enhance what they've brought or maybe the audience do it themselves but the one thing that's been 
a fascinating thing for me to do is that in trying to find Christ I've stripped away a lot of myself and it happens exponentially on the stage so it's not so much that I try to bring aspects of Christ into me it's more that when I pare away all the things that to me are extraneous and and, and uh, unnecessary in myself what I'm left with is as good as I can get what I'm left with is hopefully something on the way to what Christ asks us to be and maybe that does reflect who Christ is the cast when they uh, rehearse with me and when they perform with me they certainly help me every step of the way they they really appreciate the responsibility they'll share things with me about what it is that they are experiencing in a hope that that will help me and it always does at the end of the performances on the last day when traditionally you you throw a great big party and you all celebrate that you've finished this wonderful time with your cast and your audience it's hard I don't feel like I can completely celebrate and you've talked about the relationship that I have with the cast and with the audience if you try and imagine what it's like to put an audience through such an ordeal put a cast through such an ordeal because you, you immerse yourselves in it completely it's so upsetting to to know that you are taking people through a grief no matter how uh, how much it will contribute to their understanding of what Christ did for us and what he can be for us now how the Holy Spirit works even though we know all that we know that that's the purpose of all this and let's not forget celebration the whole thing is supposed to be a great celebration of, of our awareness of Christ and our awareness of the Spirit for me, I've just put thousands and thousands and thousands of people through a terribly difficult ordeal. And it's it sometimes it feels um sometimes it feels too much. Sometimes it feels um you don't want to put people through this. You don't want to watch them bawl, cry. Um it's it's hard not to take it very personally. Um, you've you, you've you've developed a relationship with them. Maybe if they're actors, then over the last few months. But if it's the audience, over the last few hours, when you've been able to talk freely with them, share these wonderful teachings with them, and then you've got their emotions in your hand, and you know that with every step carrying the cross, with every nail going in, you are putting them through something that they came to do willingly. They came to share it willingly, but you can't help be affected by it. And uh, you you have to do it boldly. You can't you can't shy away from it, but it still it takes its toll on you. And at the end of it, you feel um, sorry really that you had to do this, that you had to put them through this story in order for them to be able to uh, celebrate everything that we've shown them. Thank you very, very, very much, James, and our prayers will be with you this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tote us to us for the most tip-top top chat. <laughs>